Welcome to Project Hustle. This podcast is all about discovering your true potential in life and leaping outside your comfort zone to get there. My name's Amber, and I'm just your average corporate girl by day who's found her true passion working a side hustle at night. I'm obsessed with helping you shift your mindset and create the time in your busy schedule to hustle towards a life that truly fulfills you. So let's get pumped up about life and do this together. Hello and happy Monday. I'm super excited that you're here today because I have a ton of energy right now. At the time that I'm recording this episode, I had just got back from a weekend with some friends who are also coaches. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, then check out my Instagram page and you'll figure it out pretty quickly. But it was honestly everything I needed right now. It was just that reminder of why I work so hard as a coach and why I pour into this community every single day. These girls just fuel the crap out of me. They challenge me me every single day, and they are a huge part of why this podcast even exists in the first place. So safe to say, I'm pretty high on life right now. Okay, switching gears into today's topic, I wanted to chat about habits because it's already March, which first of all, can you believe that? But second of all, March means that we are almost three months into 2021. And I know that by now, statistically, a lot of you have probably already quit on your goals or your New Year's resolutions and have fallen into the same old life and habits as before. And that's not what I want for you. And I know that's not why you tune into this podcast. I know you're here to constantly level up and remind yourself why you shouldn't quit and why you always need to keep going. And a huge part of that comes from habits. So let's think about what exactly is a habit, because the word gets thrown around a lot without really thinking about what you're saying. But think about it. A habit is something that is automatic. It's something that you do almost without thinking. Your brain is on autopilot and just starts doing the task at a certain time or after a certain cue. So if you are someone that says working out is a habit for you, yet you skip it some days and postpone it other days, or you procrastinate it all day till it's too late... Sorry, but that's not a habit. I know you like to think it is, but it's not. A habit is instinct. It's something you do no matter what. For me, that means working out every day before work, non-negotiable. That's a habit because I actually do it. Brushing your teeth every morning and every night, that's a habit. Washing your hands after using the washroom, that's a habit, or at least I hope it is. Reading your book sometimes only when you feel like it, not a habit. Just because you are currently reading a book doesn't mean that it's a habit. Until you're doing it at a specific frequency or time, then it's not a habit. And that's the whole point here is that a habit is nearly effortless. The whole purpose of developing new habits is to make your life easier and to make that thing easier, right? I remember when I first started working out on my own without hockey or anything, and it was a struggle. Without that set time or a program to follow, I skipped it all the time. I would get home from work and say, nah, I don't feel like it today. And I'd maybe do two workouts a week. But over the last two years, I've worked really hard to establish this habit because now I work out every morning without debating it. My alarm goes off and that's my cue to work out. And I'm not saying that waking up isn't hard, but it requires so much less effort now than it did when I first started because I've done it repeatedly over time. It doesn't require as much mental energy anymore. Note the key word is time because habits take a long time to develop. Think about all the habits, good or bad, that you currently have. You're likely doing most of those things and you have been for a good majority of your life. That's a long time, which means it's hard to not only develop new habits, but also to break old ones. 
And that's another point that I wanted to touch on, that habits can be good or bad. Like brushing your teeth and working out are obviously good habits, but things like eating dessert every night after dinner or biting your nails, those are examples of bad habits. And like I said, those are almost harder to break than starting a new habit from scratch. But here's the thing. Habits can either work for you or against you, and it's up to you to decide which route you want to take. Because really, all of your habits are in your control. And yes, it's going to require a lot of effort and willpower on your part to establish a new routine. But you've got to ask yourself the question, is it worth the short-term sacrifice for the long-term gain? For me, the answer to that almost every single time is hell yes. Because that's just it. The sacrifices are short-term in the grand scheme of things. It may take you a year or two to develop a solid workout routine, but once you do, you now have that for the rest of your life. To me, that's so much more worth it than looking back in a year from now and regretting not taking the steps it took to get there. I know you're probably thinking, yeah, easier said than done. And I know it's hard. And no, I'm not trying to take away from the enormous battle that it is sometimes when it comes to creating new habits. But I want to take the time to explain something to you. Now, this is the nerdy math side of me that's about to come out, so I hope you're ready. Now, most of us assume that the process of building a new habit, or starting anything new for that matter, is supposed to be linear, right? Like you think that what you put in should match what you get out, and slowly over time just increase by that same amount, aka a straight line in the positive direction. But newsflash, it is not linear, and it's not even close. And that's what causes most people to quit. They think that they should be getting results so much faster in the beginning, and when they don't see it, they think it's not worth it. But the way success works is exponentially. In the beginning, there's a delay. You put in so much more effort than what you get out. In fact, your results are basically stagnant for a long time. And during this period is when your expectations outweigh the actual results and you think that you're failing. This is called the valley of disappointment. The period of time where it feels like you're almost doing worse than you were before. This is that point that the majority of people end up quitting. And honestly, it's a shame because you end up quitting right before you start to see the results of your actions. Because after that initial delayed phase, the curve shoots up exponentially and surpasses that linear expectation. If only you'd stayed the course and trusted the process. But the reason that it's so hard is because a lot of little things that you're doing seem so insignificant at the time, like the tiny little tasks that are so easy to do, but just as easy not to do. Let's say you hold a plank every day. It may seem like nothing that day, and it may seem like if you skip it once, it wouldn't make a difference. But imagine how long you could hold a plank if you stayed consistent for an entire year. Or think about money. It may seem silly to put away a couple bucks each day into savings, but imagine that compounded over a five-year period or 10 years. What seems insignificant in the moment has huge long-term compounded results. This is true for literally everything. And if you take away from today's episode, let that be that little habits you do daily are the keys to your success. Those tiny little things are the difference makers between success and failure. I promise you that. And I've seen this in real time in so many areas of my life. So trust the process. When you feel like you're not going anywhere and it won't matter if you skip a day, be hard on yourself. Practice discipline and trust that it'll get you one step closer. 
I want to share another tip with you that's really helped me over the last couple of years with developing new habits, and that's shifting your focus. A lot of this comes from personal development, which I've talked about many times throughout this podcast, but really all it comes down to is mindset. Instead of focusing on what you wish to achieve, focus on who you want to become. The power behind who you want to become is 100 times stronger than just simply achieving a goal. For example, with working out, you can work towards a goal of working out five times a week, or you can work towards being a person who consistently works out. May seem small, but it works. Or let me put it this way. For my coaching business, I used to work towards hitting a certain rank, but now instead of that, I focus on becoming the kind of leader that my coaches can depend on and one that they can look up to and someone that can guide others to living a healthier lifestyle. That means so much more to me than simply saying I want to hit a certain rank. And the real power behind this is that if I focus on who I want to be, the goals will achieve themselves. And that happened to me. Once I focused on being that true leader, only then did I hit the leadership rank. Shifting the way that you think about your goals will really help you stay the course. Because for me anyways, I get so much more passionate and excited about the person I'm becoming than some random goal to hit. It just means so much more to me, so I work that much harder on it. Okay, so now that you kind of get the idea of what I'm saying here, I want to give you a really simple way to put this all into action, and that's habit stacking. It's way too difficult to just say out with all the old and in with the new. That's just way too much of a shock for you and your routine to take on at once, so you won't be consistent with that. So I always do habit stacking. This means literally what it sounds like. Stack a new habit onto an old habit that you already do. So for me, I've done things like getting dressed and drink water. I always get dressed, and so every time I do that, I decided I'm going to take a big swig of water. Slowly over time, that's helped me stay consistent with drinking water first thing when I wake up. I've also done this with brushing my teeth and then reading five pages of my book. So after I brush my teeth at night, which is something I always do, I know to pick up my book and read five pages. The initial habit acts as a cue for the new habit. This way, you can build onto something that you've already done instead of starting completely fresh. Some other examples may be it's browse social media and then you go do 10 jumping jacks. Or maybe it's eat dinner, then eat fruit. Like if you struggle with dessert, at least make it healthy. Things like that really help to build a solid routine. Over time, once the new habit begins to be automatic, then you can add another new habit onto that. And you can see how this can be a cycle that just keeps going on and on. I promise it works. Another thing that I think makes a huge difference and people don't realize is environment. So often people try and do everything in their bedroom. For example, a lot of people my age still live with their parents or have other roommates, and it's hard to do things in common spaces. I get that. So naturally, you try and do everything in the same room. But if you have the option, try and designate different rooms with different activities. It helps to change the energy and the vibe of the room, and then your headspace can get set up for success. So let me set the stage. A lot of people I know say they struggle to find the motivation to work out. Then they tell me that their workout in their bedroom, which is the same place that they sleep, relax, chill out, and have fun. The energy of the bedroom is relaxing. You don't want to feel relaxed when you work out. You want to feel the energy pumping and be amped to go lift heavy things, right? Maybe all it takes is for you to get in the right headspace to work out and do it in a separate room. That's why I do it in the basement. 
Or maybe you work from home right now or you're doing a side hustle. You'd be surprised at the energy shift when you go from working in your bed to working at a desk in the next room because you're no longer surrounded by a space that you also sleep in and rest in. You can change the environment to better suit a focused workroom. And I know that's not always possible. Like for me right now, I live with other roommates and I don't really have the luxury of having a separate office. But guess what? That's on my vision board and something that I'm constantly working towards because I can only imagine how much more productive I will be when I get my own workspace that's not right next to my bed. It's little things like that that may seem insignificant but actually make all the difference. So today I challenge you to think about your current habits. Which ones do you like? Which ones do you want to keep? What do you want to start doing and what do you want to get rid of? The first step is to at least acknowledge that. Then think about different ways that you can habit stack. And remember to start small. Don't try and do it all at once. Start with one thing and go from there. Then think about your environment and ways that you can ease the transition by simply surrounding yourself with the right energy. And at the end of it all, remember that it will take time. But it's the people who push past that valley of disappointment that see the most success because the short-term sacrifices are so worth the long-term results of working towards the person you want to become. Thank you so much for listening. If you connected with this topic, there's a good chance your friends will too. So why not share it on social media and tag me so that I know this message is helping you get one step closer to your goals. Keep that hustle going and we'll chat soon.